Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Monday, March 13th, 2023. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Guys, not since Chris Christie's niece accused people of being drug traffickers on a flight at, yes. Yes. <laughs> at uh, Armstrong Airport in New Orleans have we had such exciting airline news hey, as on, I have to share with you right now. On that one at the Crew Bash, we had uh, some lifers that are Hispanic descent, and they came in. I forget where they came in from, but she made a point to post that we are not drug traffickers. It's a shame, <laughs> shame on, on Well, by the way, I have uh, – she was supposed to have a court appearance. I have been – uh, all over checking every source possible. I don't know what was done. She had a lawyer show up for her, obviously, but there's yeah. nothing that's really come out to that's, tell us what happened in the aftermath of, of that. Good old but, Louisiana politics, I can guarantee you on that. But that was a fun story. But one thing she didn't do in that story was she did not urinate on another passenger. Yes, that's that. She did not do that. And, uh, well, it's a much shorter flight she was on, and and so uh, you know that might have been the reason she didn't urinate on on anybody. We've got a story about a passenger on American Airlines taking that very very long flight from JFK Airport in New York to New Delhi, India. Which I don't know. It's probably about a fifteen hour flight. So a lot can happen on a fifteen hour flight like like that. And so you never name that flight. One Woody Overton will never take. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Woody. I'm never going to New Delhi, wherever it's at. Well, New Delhi's a very nice place. Sure it is. I'm still not going. According to Asian News International, 
an Indian passenger allegedly, I mean, yeah, come on, urinated on a U.S. co-passenger mid-flight on American Flight 292 to New Delhi from New York. A 21-year-old Indian was identified as Arya Vora, who is a student in the U.S. He urinated on a citizen on March 4th while he was drunk. It seems alcohol is pretty much the culprit in every mid-flight altercation. Alcohol gets a bad name. Yeah. People that can't handle their alcohol. Well, 15-hour flight. I don't uh, care. I'd be drunk as shit. I still wouldn't be peeing on anybody. <laughs> And I wouldn't be going to New Delhi. Okay. Well, it's not the first time something like this has happened, and it probably won't be the last. But according to uh, FlightAware, the 14-hour, 51-minute flight, I was close, took off on time at 8.30 p.m. and landed in India just before 9.30 p.m. local time. A little wetter. Uh, it was a triple seven, which those are nice babies to fly. So he oh. was he was comfortable. In fact— he was in a business class seat, which is really comfortable on that 15-hour flight. Basically, it's a 15-hour flight you're taking from a, a living room in the sky. And so I uh, don't know why he was having uh, such difficulties. So um, he was seated in, in the last row of business class. So he, he didn't have the clout for first row of business class, but uh, that's hey, still not a bad business, place to Business be. class give free drinks like – First class? Yes, they do. There's the culprit. And they keep them coming. Man, so, I, I, like me in the buffet back in the day. I'm trying to see how much I can get. They, they might even have a buffet I've on actually that been flight. Sh- I've actually been shut off on uh, in first class before. They said I had too much. But how, I, long I didn't, your, how long was your flight? I don't know. Not long enough for me. Probably fly, my wife, fly my wife said when she picked me up, I was drunk, <laughs> I was drunk as shit. But they did cut 45 me 45 minutes. I got mad. You know what they did? I was having, I was drinking Bloody Marys, and they never had any spices on the plane, so I used to bring my own hot sauce, the Louisiana hot sauce. Can you give, give a shout out to them? I use it for everything. Come sponsor us. But the I ordered, I don't even know what number it was. She brought me straight tomato juice. I'm like, there's no vodka in this. And she said, uh, yeah, that's true. You're cut off. I'm like, well, take your fucking tomato juice back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got really pissed off because they cut me off. And then I thought about it. I was going to get probably get arrested. And that is a waste yeah, of yeah, tomato but juice. I, I didn't pay on what you do with it. And I wasn't going to New Delhi. Okay. <laughs> so getting back to our story, uh, what's clear is that Vora is going to pay heavily since American has already banned him. And that's probably not the biggest deal. But a spokesperson told uh, the Independent that American Flight 292 from JFK to Indira Gandhi International Airport, New Delhi, was met by local law enforcement. They were there to deal with a disruptive customer. The airport's deputy chief of police, Devesh Kumar Mala, said the suspect would still be prosecuted for, quote, endangering flight safety under India's Civil Aviation Act. Good thing those uh, legislators in India thought to include the (laughs) possibility of urinating in another passenger in their Civil Aviation Act. I don't want to go to jail in New Delhi either. Well, one thing I'm very upset about is that they refuse to identify what fine university in the United States this kid is attending. And so we're unable to troll on the university. Uh, Maybe it's that same 
place where the guy was operating the brothel out of uh, dorm room. Yeah, what is that? Uh, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Lawrence. Yeah. The, so. the, the street name for that university is Pimpinate Easy. <laughs> so possibly, possibly <laughs> he's working at a Sarah Lawrence. Uh, so the A&I said that the purser informed that the passenger was heavily intoxicated and was not adhering to crew instructions repeatedly arguing with the crew and was not willing to be seated and continuously endangering the safety of the crew and the aircraft after um, uh, disturbing the safety of fellow passengers, the, the purser finally cut, so, cut him off. So and, he, would, he wouldn't be seated. So did he stand up and urinate? So I'm evidently, uh, unless he's rolled sideways on somebody and urinated. Well, well apparently, do you, this do guy, you sit down and urinate? Sometimes, <laughs> if I'm pooing. Uh, apparently, this guy is 21 years old, and uh, he had to know. whip it out and just in business class and pee on people. <laughs> he no, needs you know an award, it, but it's ha- it happens every. I've had oh this my. happen to me a couple times. You where, peed on people, or you've well, been peed on. I actually, I, I, <laughs> golden shower, Mike. I, I peed on my on my on my aunt once. I was sleeping over on my, an airplane. Not on an airplane. <laughs> I was sleeping over my cousin's house, and just in whatever, woke up in the middle of the night and took what looked like the path I would take to my bathroom at home, uh. which unfortunately brought me from uh, my cousin's room right to the uh, base of my. Uh, aunt and uncle's bed, and yes, I that's subsequently peed no, right peed, on I've, the end I've of their peed bed. All over the place my, like that. And my then, aunt never uh, forgave me for that. Not but, on an airplane, yeah. on somebody else. No, an air in flight pee is a is standing a, is up a tough in flight one. pee. Yeah, standing up in flight pee. Um, so I, can we get we'll that see what tail happens. number? Because I, I I don't want to fly on that seven 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 sitting that seat. Uh, they'll you know, they'll clean they'll clean class. up they'll clean up the seats. I don't care. I still want to sit there. That f- that flight exclusively does the JFK to New Delhi route, which then you've I'm, already said I'm you're good. not taking, so then you I'm should good. be okay. Yeah, but every hey, if you're a lifer and you're going to New Delhi, don't ride that seat. Well, from some entertaining airline news, we're. Going to, we're going to get some other entertaining news. I have all kinds of pee stories, by the way. <laughs> not other people's, ours, if we wanted to go there. Obviously, we're not. A naked Virginia woman was shot in the leg, y'all, after she allegedly broke into a home and attacked a victim with a frying pan. Yes. So, Please tell. Yeah. <laughs> So if you thought it couldn't get any better than peeing on someone, we well, it can. Paula Locklear told the victim to get out of her house or she was going to kill him, authorities said. said. The lady with the frying pan told the victim. That's correct. No, Miss Paula Locklear, the naked, the naked lady Okay, so with the, the victim is the homeowner. I wonder if she's related to Heather. I don't know if she was hot there. Yeah. Have you seen she's, a recent picture of Heather Locke? No, I don't need to. But she I, still I, is. Hey, oh, it's not good. Yeah, oh, well, okay. I mean, look, Mike, I'm sure you and I were both good-looking, hot youngsters in our day. And, what are you look, saying, Woody? I'm saying look at a picture of me now compared to how it was six years ago. I mean, it's not Heather Just Locke six right years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Heather. I mean, hey. You're age, a handsome man. Age, that's, this is true. I am handsome. But I was hot oh, back then. God, let's get back to the naked <laughs> frying pan well, swinging. Heather Locklear looks like she went a few rounds with T.J. Hooker. <laughs> well, and, I mean, uh, the age happens. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's not good. 
<laughs> okay, a, a Virginia homeowner shot a naked woman in the leg after she allegedly broke into his home and attacked him with a frying pan. Oh, God. Deputies responded to reports of a shooting at, on Loafers Rest Road in Austinville on February 26 and located Paula Michelle Locklear, 35, with a gunshot wound to the leg. During the course of the investigation, deputies determined the shooting was a result of a breaking and entering. The homeowner, who heard a noise in the rear area of his home, went to the kitchen and observed an unclothed female who, who, was, this, who was unknown to the homeowner coming into the rear door, at which time she began hitting the homeowner with a cast iron fry pan in the head. Now, I've been hitting the fry in the head with a fry pan several times, but my wife's never been naked doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So that that right there brings a whole new twist. So the homeowner who heard a noise at the rear area of the home went to the kitchen and observed an unclothed female who was unknown to the homeowner coming into the rear door, which time she began hitting him with a cast iron fry pan to the head. Locklear then allegedly went to the homeowner's back porch and began turning all the electrical breakers off to the home and started beating on the kitchen window. She yelled at the victim to get out of her house or she was going to kill him and began beating on the victim's door, which time he discharged a firearm, shot Locklear in the leg and called the police. Locklear was subsequently charged with assault and battery and property damage. And walking around the house naked. I mean, that was, that wasn't a charge. And being high, off, that being high as fuck. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's right. And, of course, the homeowner is not basing any charges in this incident. But yeah. true story, walked yeah. in this house butt naked. I bet she's not going to. Beating him with a frying I bet she's not going to a jury trial. She's going to cop a plea. Yeah. Yeah. But was When she, is her arraignment? That'd be fun to watch if it's available. I um, mean. It's, she'll say not guilty at first, I would guess. I mean, maybe not. Well, just to hear the maybe charges she, read. I mean, yeah. just, she's got to be friends with your business. Just <laughs> right? Read, your business wouldn't use a friend. Yeah. Hand. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> That's I mean, a good point. Don't, don't lower it. Yeah. yeah. She's business would, on a higher level. She's and not on that start, level. We'd start with meth. There's no meth. Well, we don't know. Yeah. But there, there, was was involved. Involved. there was something yeah. involved. I don't know if it was meth what or What in the hell possesses you to turn off the power breakers? I don't know. Well, and then get a frying pan. Okay, Start but, beating but on windows. You're getting it. ahead of yourself. The first thing is the choice of weapon being a frying pan. Um, I guess a waffle iron is harder to. A cast iron pan. frying pan at that. Look, those yeah. are heavy, y'all. Yeah. Those right. are pretty heavy, yeah. 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 No aluminum. Turn off the lights, go inside, arm myself with a frying pan, hit somebody with it. And, and here's the best part of that whole thing. So we're going to post her picture. Right. Um, clothed on uh, on the Facebook page. Y'all can check out what she looks like. She's not, you know, you would think this would be just a totally crazy looking person. She looks like a regular, everyday lady. She probably Young is. lady. I don't know. Perplexing. Very. More than perplexing. And I wonder why he only shot her in the leg. Should have shot her in the head. I wonder why he shot her at all. 
<laughs> Take that out, Mike. No, don't do that. <laughs> she would have blocked it with the frying I mean, pan. You know how in the cartoons well, when you shoot the frying pan, the bullet. Yeah, uh, right maybe, maybe that happened. That, that could have been. Uh, we don't know what happened. <laughs> okay, on a more, uh, a more, far more serious note, um, this is a really sad story. So, uh, uh, four people from uh, North Carolina are traveling together to Mexico because yeah. one of the uh, one of the members, one of the women. Uh, wanted to have tummy tuck surgery, yeah. and very uh, common, and it's a ton cheaper to cross the border into Mexico and get that type of procedure done. But especially given the situation right now at the southern border, it's not something anyone should uh, should be doing without an awful lot of research into. Right. You know where uh, the particular facility is and what your point of uh, of crossing is, and as a result uh, of a mistaken identity, at least they believe it's a mistaken identity. Two Americans are uh, are dead, and uh, thankfully, uh, two others have been have been brought home. But if you haven't heard about this story, um, it's a kidnapping story. Uh, as I said, they were. Uh, they were traveling to uh, to Mexico for this surgery. Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown are the names of the uh, people who were killed by a gunman in the city of Matamoros, which is you know one of those border cities uh, right across the river in yeah. uh, from Brownsville in Texas. Uh, an official familiar with the ongoing investigation said their bodies will be examined by Mexican authorities prior to the remains being turned over to the U.S. government. So uh, we are not in possession of uh, their bodies as far as I know at this moment in time. Uh, the other two uh, folks who were, uh, who were with them, uh, Latavia Washington McGee, who's the mother of six, and Eric Williams survived the attack and a heavily armed vehicle convoy escorted the two back to the U.S., Williams, unfortunately, was shot three times, twice in one leg, once in the other. Uh, his wife, Washington McGee, who is that mother of six, was fortunately uh, not seriously uh, injured. The Mexican attorney general said in a tweet that investigation and intelligence work continues to capture those that are responsible. He said the kidnapping appeared to be a case of mistaken identity and the group of Americans may have been confused with a rival Haitian gang. So the four Americans uh, were African-American. And uh, and so that's where the possibility of being uh, confused with a rival Haitian gang uh, comes in. But they were in a minivan with North Carolina plates, right. uh, which uh, seems like that would be a little bit uh, difficult to confuse. But you know they were they were somewhere that they shouldn't have been and somewhere specifically where uh, the US government uh, tells you not to go so um uh, there was a guy that uh, was arrested he was guarding the shack the wooden house that they were being uh, that they were being held in apparently they had been moved around from place to place but uh, uh, but the authorities were uh, were able to find them at a uh, a wooden house, which was quite a distance outside of Matamoros. The 24-year-old man who was guarding that wooden house 
uh, really it's a shack or a shed, uh, was identified only as Jose N. I think they have since come out with his uh, with his whole name. The uh, uh, the governor said at a Tuesday press conference, this is the Mexican governor um, of that uh, that particular area in Mexico that the kidnapping victims had been moved from place to place as a method to keep them hidden from any rescue attempts. It's not clear yet how the group was found by investigators. The, uh, the tight-knit group of friends traveled from South Carolina to Mexico, so Washington McGee, the, uh, one of the survivors, could undergo a medical procedure. Uh, Tommy Tuck across the border on Friday, but they never made it to the appointment. Two family members uh, told this to CNN. The group crossed into Matamoros and uh, about 9.18 a.m. on Friday, but they got lost while trying to locate the medical clinic that they were supposed to – she was supposed to have the procedure at. Uh, They reached out to the doctor's office for directions but were struggling to communicate with the office because of poor cell service in the area. So talk about just a – I hate it. I hate it. you know, serving for those people. And I'm sitting here thinking 30 years ago, we used to just load up instead of going to spring break, shit like that. We would literally load up on like a Thursday carload of guys and go down and we'd flip a coin because there's certain, um, when you get in South Texas, below Houston, you can either go to Laredo or Brownsville. And we'd flip a coin to see which one we went to. And we'd go down there, get a cheap-ass hotel room, and go walk across the border, party all night. Boys Town, if y'all know about that, and donkey <laughs> shows and stuff like that. But the thing is, we go down there and have a seriously, seriously great, legendary times and never had a problem. And then the cartels and all that shit started coming out. And, you know, shit. It, it, my, my wife, um, dad is from Laredo retired he's deceased now retired sex chief for the whole border patrol for South Texas and by the time I started seeing her again the uh, the it had come to this point where police chiefs were getting killed and tourists going across and the government's having to give warnings I just missed the good old days yeah and and what they were doing is is very common, uh, as you mentioned earlier in the story. You know, insurance companies don't cover a lot of times cosmetic type surgeries like that, and it's about probably half the cost, if not one quarter of the cost, right. in Mexico that it is in the United States. And and in the you know, from all intents and purposes of things that people have told me, it's it's this quality of the doctors they are good and. Uh, all of that. So I personally know people that have have went and had one, one friend of mine had the sleeve done in Mexico. And, and so it's these are just regular people just trying to save well, a little you, money. You know, back then, the, the, when you when you uh, go across the border, they have kids come up to you and, and, you know, or guys come up to you and say, hey, they and <clears throat> some of the adults had badges on. Like, I'm sure they were fake, but like uh, – Stating they were tourists, whatever, and and they would say you need to see the doctor, you need to see the doctor. But so as a big deal was going across the border to get prescription medicine and legally, you go to see the doctor and they write your scripts and you get bring it back an X amount and claim it through customs. But 
the medicine, everything is cheaper over there. And, and, but cartels got to go fuck it up for everybody. Well, and they're, uh, they're saying that basically the, uh, the areas along the, the U S Mexican border, whether it's California, it's Arizona, it's Texas, that the cartels are in control of those areas, right. all of those areas. But, and, um, and so, you know, the, the U S state department had a travel advisory out for this particular area. It was a do not travel to advisory. Um, the advisory says the area is known for organized crime activity, including gun battles, murder, armed robbery, carjacking, kidnapping, forced disappearances, extortion, and sexual assault. And so anyone looking into or thinking about having one of these procedures should be doing enough research to tell them, I mean, if they're going to move forward with something like this, where it's safest yeah, to the, to try and they, do they it. Spring for the tickets to like um, Cancun because Cancun is such a tourist destination. They actually have checkpoints on outside of the cities, even though the cartels, especially during spring break, the cartels still bring in all the narcotics that are sold, but they don't play in the tourist areas. Uh, you know, they don't want that bad publicity. You go across the border, save a nickel. Right. Well, yeah. This particular area is uh, is home to the Gulf yeah. Cartel. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and with the tourist areas, that is, you know, you lose those dollars, and uh, you're in a big bind. Yeah, and, yeah. and so they, right there in you know South Padre Island yeah, yeah, or but, whatever. But the, uh, well, that's Texas, but the border towns, that area. the border crossings is the. Where people go, like I used to go to Cause to Dive every two weeks, right? That's more, and they started bringing in cruise ships, and that's an island. But the, um, when you cross the border and you're not staying, we didn't even stay in a Mexican hotel when we crossed the border and go partying. But when you cross the border, you either go in there to get your pills or a medical thing done or whatever, you're not spending a whole bunch of money. And the cartels are, are fighting because they took out El Chapo and whoever, and they're fighting along for that for that drug trade around thing. And shouldn't they kill them, you know, beheading cops and kidnapping people and hanging them from bridges and all that shit? I ain't going across. Uh, well, I can't imagine anything you know that scarier than getting lost in that area because they probably knew there was a certain amount of risk in what they were doing, but thought it's a short trek and there's four of us. And, uh, you know, we're in a minivan with North Carolina plates, but, uh, but, you know, getting lost, uh, uh, you know, probably didn't help the situation. And, and the, the survivor's guilt that that woman is likely to have because they're, they all were there so that she could get uh, her procedure. Uh, thankfully, she'll be able to go home to God her children, them, but yeah. I'm sure she'll carry a lot victims. of guilt for a uh, for a long time. Sad. Unbelievable. You- Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? <laughs> I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year there, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well... Have you tried Astapro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro 
is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. You guys are completely unprepared for the next topic I want to get into. And uh, that's the way we do it best. uh, There's a distinct possibility that I'm going to get tackled and, and, uh, Pulled, Here comes some political stuff. Pulled out of the room oh right God. now. I already tell you it's going to be coronavirus. Okay. Just, right, just, just COVID. Has, That's what I meant. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's a bunch uh, of things that are going on right now because uh, what is happening in, in Washington is you have the House of Representatives, which is now in majority uh, control of the Republicans. And so the Republicans are have uh, – launched a number of investigations into different topics, such as the origins of COVID would be one of those topics. And uh, uh, and so uh, if you're entertained by watching congressional hearings, there's an awful lot yeah, out there to choose from right idiot. now yeah. that uh, – The only that, people that are entertained actually, by those I are, are, are – I must admit I watch a lot. I was going to say the only people that get entertained by those are people whose – and the hearings, family members. 
Well, what one of the only face on only a mama could love. Okay, yeah. one of the other things that as uh, I'm sure you guys have at least read about this, if not seen a lot on it, but uh, the the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Who's that? <laughs> believe it or not, it's a Republican from California. Uh, shared over 40,000 hours worth of video surveillance tapes from inside the Capitol taken on January 6th of 2021 with Tucker Carlson of Fox. And on- I'm assuming it's from different cameras because there was only 24 hours in that day. You said 40,000 hours. Yeah, there's a a bunch of different uh, uh, cameras, different rooms, different camera angles. And- uh, and Do you have any of the bathrooms? Didn't see anything from from uh, from bathrooms, but Carlson on his show on Monday night, which is which is the you know it's the most watched uh, cable news program in the country. One that's never been on TV in my home. <laughs> I don't watch Tucker every night. Um, this is see. This is going to position Mike as far right, and Mike is not far uh, he, right. He, he, he's far right. No, he is not. He's actually a libertarian who never voted for Donald Trump. Don't you have a de- definition so of what? Straighten the record out, the, which tells me you did not vote in twenty sixteen. For what? For what, what you are, Mike? Jim would be yeah. correct that yeah. I did not vote in twenty sixteen. Uh, uh, oh, but oh, you use it or lose it. Shame when you should. I was in California, right. and my vote wouldn't have counted anyway. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> symbolic. Oh, Any, anyway, guys, we're not. This is actually not really a political conversation oh. as much as it's a conversation about crime and uh, <laughs> what what is or is not uh, a crime. I mean, we've. Pretty much since that day, we have been told that this was an insurrection. This was an attempted overthrow of uh, the will of the people, the overthrow of election results. We were told that as many as five people were killed during this day. We were, uh, uh, we've been told uh, that this was a deadly mob, a deadly insurrection et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm not sitting here telling uh, uh, you guys that there's nothing wrong with what happened that day. There's a lot wrong with what happened that day. Um, and certainly you uh, you could uh, you could refer to it as a riot. You could, uh, uh, there were people that deserved to be arrested for uh, their behavior that day. There was a certain amount of uh of violence that day, but there has been one narrative. There's been one story told to the American people over the last few years. And that has really been used again, uh, has been weaponized for, uh, for political benefit. Now what Fox did or Tucker Carlson specifically did was probably uh, the equal amount of, embellishment coming from the other side of the equation. Basically, uh, he used this surveillance to, uh, to show a couple of things. Number one, the, the QAnon shaman, mm-hmm. the, 
the guy looked like a Viking with the uh, the horns and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, Jim is breathing loud. He's getting increasingly uncomfortable with this topic. Uh-huh. Uh, but there is video, uh, clear video footage of that guy who is incarcerated for three and a half years, was found uh, guilty of a bunch of things. And three and a half years, actually, he pled guilty uh, uh, and was sentenced to three and a half years. Uh, there is video footage of him being led, chaperoned uh, by Capitol Police throughout uh, the Capitol. There's at one point an area where uh, he passes a total of nine Capitol Police, all of whom are armed. He's uh, by himself, and no one attempts to stop him. No one attempts to arrest him. Nobody does anything with him. There's a another point in which they're opening locked doors for him and letting him in places. And it, that, that certainly presents a very different optic than what has been described uh, and what has been described by this. There's a Jan 6th committee that- uh, That's why there are still officers um, open his doors for him today. Yeah, there's there, prisons. There are prison cell opening doors for him today. <laughs> we were we were told originally by the New York Times that the insurrectionists murdered uh, a Capitol officer by the name of Brian Sicknick by hitting him over the head with a fire extinguisher. Later, the New York Times retracted that statement, although. They repeated the fire extinguisher story so often that barely anyone noticed their retraction. And most people, especially most liberals, still believe this guy was was murdered by rioters with a fire extinguisher. Well, videotapes show him after the uh, timestamp of what when he was supposed to have been attacked by rioters. Uh, in the Capitol, moving around as normal with nothing having happened. We we found out later after the, the story about the fire extinguisher was retracted that he had a stroke the next day and uh, and passed away. When uh, when someone when something happens one day and the next day someone has a stroke, you don't in most cases see direct attribution between uh, those two things given and uh, the prior day's activities being labeled as the cause for death, right? And so you you also have uh, a few other people that were in the Capitol that day uh, as uh, uh, officers that committed suicide. There was only one person who actually died, who was actually killed, was actually murdered at the Capitol that day. And it was a woman by the name of Ashley Babbitt who was unarmed and was there protesting. And so the the narrative certainly shifts for anyone who objectively looks at this coverage, which was presented in, I'm sure, every bit as biased a fashion as the uh, video evidence that was presented originally by the January 6th committee to support uh, uh, 
uh, you know, their uh, opinion that this was an insurrection and that people were killed. And or, at minimum, this shows a massive exaggeration of what actually happened that day. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. January 6th, they, the media, they spun it the way they spun it, right? And since it's been proven, uh, otherwise, uh, most most things. Proof, the, the cream always rises to the top. Eventually, the, pr- the truth is going to come out, and I think that was what was exposed. Uh, and, and another thing, we're just talking about the cameras, and I was joking about that in the bathroom and stuff, but, you know, they picked all the people out of the crowds and that they the facial recognition or whatever and they found some off duty cops not not you know not even from the states and military members and shit they went after them all mm-hmm. and and uh, I guess under the narrative that you're talking about originally and uh, but they were punished just for even being there and you know what they for it but I'm not I can't say that I'm against or uh, um, what they did I can't I don't believe breaking into our nation's capital. Uh, and, and shit is is truly American. That kind of uh, oh, it's bad. It, I mean, they're they're and, definite. There's no but, doubt there but, were bad things. You know, and, when, and then going into chambers, and I, I did hear audio of them saying Pelosi, where you at, or some you know mm-hmm. not shit like that, or uh, Pence. That somebody was hollering about Pence, where you're traitors, master, whatever it be. In the aftermath, in the aftermath, the. Former president of the United States, like him, hate him, right, whoever right, you are, right. uh, was uh, deplatformed right. by Twitter. was was basically thrown off of all of social media. Mm-hmm. was declared a criminal, right, right. and uh, and his First Amendment rights were yeah. uh, uh, were destroyed. Oh, well, oh, I well. think the 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 lesson and where I'm really yeah, that's what, where I'm, that's what I was where, asking. Where, where I'm really where, trying to go yeah, where, is. Look, I, this. I don't want to miss it. This happens the same week that uh, Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox, and some of what has come out in that case makes it very, very clear that uh, that news and uh, commentary uh, hosts at Fox were very well aware that there was nothing to the uh, the story that. Uh, that was being uh, shared, the conspiracy theory that was being spread, that it was uh, an actual hack of Dominion voting systems that were uh, that were crediting votes to Biden He's instead of trying Trump. to direct attention away to, to to alleged riots to get it away from the voting. So. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that this kind of misinformation, the, right. these. Uh, these narratives that uh, that drive whether it's folks on the right or folks on the left that that drive a uh, a base of, uh, uh, of 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 voters into outrage are oftentimes uh, created in a lab, if you will. Right. I mean, there's right. there the the folks involved in the January six narratives creation knew they were way over the line and what they were saying happened that day. Just like the folks that created and drove the Dominion voting system story knew they were out way ahead of their skis. And so anybody out there that believes you can have one source of news, if you're on the 
left and it's CNN or it's uh, MSNBC or NBC, whatever. If you're on the right, it's Fox or uh, uh, whatever else you might choose. It you're you're never going to be able to discern truth from exposing yourself to only that stuff. And what we see with January 6th is that now you have both camps taking decidedly different approaches with access to the same information because their access is is biased and they're ultimately in the business of making money with advertising, which means they're in the business of getting the biggest audience they can possibly get. And they know... There are the the left audience knows uh, the, the the folks running those companies on the left know their audience wants to hear bad shit about Trump, right. and the uh, audience on the on the right knows the the, the, the networks on the right policy. that yeah. you know they right. want to hear bad news about uh, about liberals and about a bunch of liberal policy, and that's why to to have any understanding of what's actually happening out there, you've got to broaden your horizons and you've got to look and and these days uh, which is which is counterintuitive but it's uh, it's the only way actually to look at things is it's not necessarily us but it shows like ours I, I was where about to say I where, have an answer for it where it's just uh, a few people who come at it without an agenda who have access to certain pieces of information who believe in the power of truth and are willing to share it. And so it's, it's folks that have blogs or podcasts or small shows on, uh, on startup uh, uh, streaming channels, whatever you're much more likely to get quality information from there because there's not a corporate agenda driving what people are doing. And you see that with the January 6th story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Now, I hope y'all are ready for some fun because we actually here at the Real Life Real Crime Daily investigative team have come up with Murdoch phone calls for y'all to listen to. And these are prison phone calls. Y'all, 
if this ain't the most delusional guy uh, in the history of delusion, I don't know what is, but you've got to listen to this. This is actual prison phone calls that he made uh, while his trial was going on. And it's just going to blow your mind. A lot of it is talking to Buster, Buster's girlfriend, his brother. Uh, and this guy had absolutely no clue that he was going to be in prison for the rest of his life, apparently, by the just the sheer conversation you're about to hear. So this is probably, I don't know, 12, 13 calls, but they are super interesting. Y'all are going to love it. So have a listen to this. Yeah. Hey. <clears throat> I have no idea what. Um, I was talking to Brooklyn. Hey, when did y'all get to tell, tell Brooklyn, detail Brooklyn, congratulations? Yeah, I did. Is, can I speak to her? Yeah, you can speak to her. Hello. Hey, darling. Hi. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Are you excited to find out? Yes, sir. I was. When exactly did you find out? Buster said it was when y'all were in the mountains. and I, I wasn't trying to bother y'all up there because I knew you didn't have service. Um, it That was last Friday, so the, October 15th. Did you know you were going to find out then? Yes, I did. So you knew you were going to know when you were going up to the mountains? Yeah, they told us on... Um, Wednesday, I believe, that the scores were getting released on that Friday at 4. So, yeah, I knew whenever we were going up there. You weren't really worried, were you? Oh, I was a nervous wreck. (laughs) (laughs) I can remember. I remember so clearly. Well, I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I know y'all are tired. I know you haven't seen Buster, so I'm not going to keep y'all but a second. I just want to make sure he made it home okay. Oh, yeah, and here, you can talk to him. All right, I miss you. I miss you, too, and I love you. Love you. Tell her. Hey. All right. What time do y'all get back? Um, back to where? Home. Uh, like 5 o'clock this morning. How'd y'all get back at 5 o'clock this morning if y'all left at 10.53 out there? With time change. Yeah, I know, but it's 10.53 out there y'all left, right? No, we left at 9.30. Uh, 9.30 out there. So we left at 9.30. It's a, it's a, it's a four-hour flight, so you really land at, you know, around 1, and then you travel through three time zones, which adds three hours, so we landed at about 4.30. 10.4. Dang, y'all have to be tired. Um, yeah, I am tired. I am, well... It was easier for me because they dropped me off in my car, which was in Columbia, and I just went to my apartment and slept for several hours. Columbia? Where did y'all fly into? Charlotte. Why'd y'all do that? Um, You know, it's just that that was where the the cheapest flight was. What'd y'all fly on? Uh, Spirit Airlines. How was that? It was better than I expected it to be. What does that mean? Well, I mean, I thought, I don't know, I just, you know, it was it was better than, you know, I just thought it was a real cheap airline, but, I mean, it was nicer than I thought it was going to be. Did you have room in your seat? 
Mm, you know, the seats were all right. They, but you know, it was, you know, it's, it's a totally, it's just a different, like the seats don't recline because they can fit more if they don't recline. It's just, you know, it's just different. So you went four hours with no recline? No, oh, everyone's fine. Everyone was fine. So was it a good trip or, you know, just sort of okay? No, it was a good trip. It was. You know, it's, 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 it's different going to Vegas with, with young children. Um, but, you know, everything was still fun. And then going to Sedona was did a good get, time. Did you get to gamble any? Yeah, yeah. So I did go gambling. And then the next day there was an article created about how I'm misusing funds. By gambling? Yeah, someone took a picture of me and John Marvin in the casino. You're kidding me. Uh-uh. What a fucking... You Are you kidding me? No. How do they recognize no. you? Man, I guess... But, I mean, I'm a national figure, I think. I guess you're going to have to wear a hat and shit when you go places. Um, where are you going to be tomorrow? Um, Here. Be here. Hey, please stay on John Marvin's ass to see about that stuff from Mark Ball and any of those other funds to put on that thing. Being taken care of in the morning. So Mark's going to do it? Yep. They're writing the check in the morning. The check will be ready at 8.30. John sends someone to pick it up and then simultaneously running it over to Palmetto State to apply it. And I'm driving to Charleston in the morning to pick up the check for the boat. And going to apply that too? Correct. I mean, I don't see how they fuss when everything's being applied to the bank. Yeah, I mean, ten four. So all that'll be done. All that'll be done by lunch tomorrow. That makes me feel better. That'll be three fifty. How much has been put on it so far? Um, Dad, I, I don't have an exact figure. Um, you know, a couple, couple tens of thousands, maybe. You know, just selling pieces of equipment. Alright. Well, I love you, and um, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm in Brooklyn's uh, condo. I get one in a minute. Oh, yeah? You yeah. stayed there last night? I did. Well, good. How's she doing? She's good. Did she have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, good. Tell me about the fishing trip. Um, It was good. How many did y'all catch? Caught, caught a sailfish and a couple tuna. Black fin? Yeah. No wahoo? No, no wahoo. But, I mean, when you're fishing on a boat like that, it don't, I mean, even if you ain't catching nothing, you... You, you're doing pretty good, ain't you? Hey, Buff, not trying to bug you, babe, but you got to get that thing reset with law school. Um, I sent I an email to Hubbard this morning. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. Um, Everything else okay? Yeah. What have you been doing? I haven't talked to you since Thursday. Uh, no, well, no, you talked to me Friday. I did? Yeah, I thought you did when you got back to... No, 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 that's right, because it was Thursday afternoon. We were on lockdown Friday. I get everything sorted out where I'm paying back. Some for happy? Um, yeah, but I mean, I haven't really needed any money. Yeah, but you got to pay rent now. Um, well, the one time, one time I paid rent. Maybe tomorrow, though, so I can ask him for money. Say that again. Say that again. One time you paid rent, what? Or I mean, one time I paid rent that was out of my account, but I have to pay it again tomorrow, so I can ask him for money tomorrow. Do you feel uncomfortable asking him? No, it's not uncomfortable. It's just, I mean, it's not very fair to him. Well, but I mean, I'm, he, I, I've got him keeping up with all of it, so I can pay him back. I understand. You don't worry about that. 
I mean, I've even asked him if he wanted me to do other things because there's other options, and he's absolutely, I mean, he's absolutely said, I mean, I talked to him at length about this, so he said he's glad to do it. So don't be bashful. It's law school now, okay? I understand. I mean, you got to really buckle down, and you got to, I mean, you've got to treat it like a job. You're going to have to read these cases two and three times if you don't fully understand them. I mean, you're going to have to treat it like a job. I understand. You promise? Yes. Because you know there's not going to be another chance. I know. I mean, no way, is no way, shape, or form is there going to be another chance. I understand. You do truly understand that? Yes. All right. All right, so you going to be on the road this afternoon? Yes. Uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to call again. I got Hopefully Jim's supposed to come by and meet with him. I'm trying to get the finances straight with them, and then i got to talk to John and see um, whether we're going to do a loan, and then I'm going to pay it back out of the account later, or we're going to have a letter from a, a, an opinion from a lawyer who does retirement accounts that rolling it over. Because, I mean, if you pay interest on something for, let's see, six years, it could end up being more than the penalty. But we got to make sure the penalty doesn't open it up to creditors. Because, I mean, you're going right. to need that money. All right. Well, please tell Brooklyn hello. Okay. Did you by chance talk to Grandma or Papa T? Um, I did mention it to him, and I told him that I never really got a private moment with them. I didn't want to keep talking about it in front of people, but I did mention it to them, and they said that they were that they would like to do it, but they were concerned that they wouldn't be able to figure it out via the phone. If you think they really would rather wait until I get out, it ain't gonna hurt my feelings. I understand. Okay. What's your opinion? No, I don't have an opinion. I I, I tried to talk to him about it, but we were always around the entire family, and I didn't. Really you tried what now? So I tried to talk to him about it, but we were never, we were never not around the entire group of the family. So I didn't really feel like talking about it in front of everybody. I understand. What's he doing? Uh, nothing. I'm in the bed in Charlotte. Am I waking you up? No, it's not. It's only nine o'clock. What? It's nine o'clock. Yeah. Hey, I hit nine out of eleven games on um, Sunday on the pro games. Well, I missed good. the Eagles, and I missed the Steelers. The Eagles were three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Giants, and they lost. And the Steelers were four-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Bengals, and they lost by 20. But I had nine out of 11. That's pretty damn hard. Yeah. I won, like, six soups, four bee sticks, a bunch of crackers, cookies, you know, a bunch of canteen chips. Oh, that's good. It was like 13 of us playing. Everybody put in something, you know? Right. I won 13 things. So, anyway, how you doing? Have you talked to Jim lately? Um, I haven't. John Marvin talked to Jim today. Did he tell you about um, them expediting this thing? Expediting what? This appeal. It's, it's called habeas corpus. Then it deals with a constitutional issue. You have a constitutional right to bail for any non-capital offense. And so when he denied bond, they they filed a habeas corpus petition. And the Supreme Court first said they weren't going to expedite it. Then they wrote back and gave the Attorney General 10 days to respond. You would assume, or at least the lawyers assume, that if they weren't going to do something, 
they would just let it sit. But, I, I mean, I don't get my hopes up, you know, but they seem to be have their hopes up. I hear you. What else did what else did he tell John? Um. Well, I, he, John said that he was going to talk to me about something, but said he he'd rather talk to me about it in person. That's probably what it was. Um, no, nah, that wouldn't be it. That wouldn't make sense. Why he want to talk to you about that in person? Um, but uh, mostly, I, I, I've I've had John calling David Owens every day um, to try to get my guns back and. Prior to Thanksgiving, David Owens said that we could have him back, and then today he said he couldn't have him back. So that's what John was calling to tell me. And then he called and told Jim what David Owens said about not being able to get him. I wonder why. Uh, John said that he used the, the language out of an abundance of caution. And then John said, well, have you not run the ballistics on him? And apparently he was like, no, we have. And he was like, well, were these guns used in the crime? And they were like, no. And I was like, and he was like, well, why can't we have him back? So I don't know. I'm just I've just been trying to get get some of my stuff back. Needs to go. You know that vacuum packer that John Marvin lent us to send the skin and shed. No, that that huge one. Yeah, he needs to go pick he'd... that up. Okay. He, he for before they you know take it like think it's mine. Yeah. Paul and Bart, and there's a bunch of John Marvin's tools in the shop. I told him he needs to get out. All right. Those, all those Milwaukee tools. All those jacks, all that stuff, yeah. and I borrowed a lot of it too. Yeah, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna be down in Greenfield this weekend, hunting quail. And he talked about going over the green or going over the green. Damn it, going over the Moselle and getting some of that stuff next time I'll you're have, on the phone. I'll have a pen and paper. But she's got a specific address. No, I still haven't called Blanca. I keep forgetting to call Blanca. Okay, do you want me to get somebody else to do it? No, I mean, I'm fine to do it. It's just, I don't know. For some reason, I keep forgetting. Okay, well, are you going to remember for me? Because I'd like to call her soon. And I don't mind getting somebody else to do it. I know you got a lot going on. No, I mean, do you, do you have Blanca's number? No, that's what I say. I, I told you I got to get her number, and I wanted you to let her know I'm going to be calling and make sure that she's good with that, number one. And number two, kind of tell her what she's got to do. Simple. Okay, well, yeah, I'll... Um... Will you please do that in the morning? Yes. And will you please tell her that I'd ask you to do it before Thanksgiving and you just had a lot going on and forgot? Yep. You you promise? I promise I'm going to try, bro. All right. I know you had said you didn't really want to. I mean, she had irritated you. And if you don't want to call her, I promise you I'll get Lizzie or Grandma. No, I was checking my email all day today. I emailed him beginning of this week and I haven't I haven't heard back I, I emailed him and I and I hold on you did what I emailed him and I cc'd the associate dean and I haven't heard heard back yet okay if you don't hear today this is Monday you did it Monday Tuesday Wednesday tomorrow you might just shoot a follow up yeah I mean I'm if I don't hear it from I'm definitely shoot a follow up later this week tomorrow and um, and if I don't hear if I don't hear from him I might get touch with Butch to see if you can if you can call him and say that I've been trying to get in touch with him. Alright. Is Butch paid all the money that he was owed? Yes. Okay. Up front and he it, he it was up front and it was it was thirty grand up front and thirty. I know with he a was, contingency on if it was successful. I'm just making sure I don't want to call him if he got have the shit he has. It was supposed to have. Nah, he 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 knows he's totally paid. 
I mean, would he be willing to do something like that, you think? Absolutely. But I would do it yourself first. I'd just say, hey, just following up, um, you know, at the holiday. No, I will now, but I mean, if you got, if you got answers by the back end of this week and we get into the middle of next week, then something's got to be done for me to reach. That's what I'm saying. When do classes start? January the 5th. 5th? Yeah, yeah. that's why. It really, you need to send it tomorrow, and if you haven't heard from him by Friday, um, and I'd say something real nice, just like, hey, just following up on my email, I know this is a busy time of year, but was hoping we could meet soon, just like that, just, or, or yeah. we could get a meeting set soon, yeah, or, or reset soon, is what I'd say, and then say, just say thank you for your attention, something real nice like that. But you, you ought to send it to Mark to give him a chance to respond to you Friday. Paul Butch, um, I'd call him late Friday afternoon. And, um, okay. That way he can be prepared to call them first thing Monday morning. Good for. Are you willing to do that? Yeah, I'm the one that came up with the idea on this telephone call. Buster, there's so many things i got to tell you all when I get out of here. Lord have mercy. This something else. But anyway, I love you. Alright, love you too. I hope you know how proud of you I am. Yes, sir. You hear me? I do. Alright, old boy. Talk to you soon. Alright, bye. Love you more. Bye. Oh, no, no. Everything's good. You know, I just, when we start talking about things over the phone, it always bothers me. You know, I don't know if we're supposed to those phones or not. Uh, especially this phone, so remember that. Finance stuff straight with Jim and Dick. Um, okay. I put some thought into it, and I want you to have, will you have that letter with you tomorrow when I call you? No, but I'll see if I can get it out. That that letter really was nothing more than saying that, that, that they had received a request to didn't, to, to look into it. It didn't say that it was being moved. It didn't say anything along those lines. But I'll try to find that letter. Find that and, and try to read it to me, and I'm going to talk to you about this other stuff, and let's figure out. Um, I mean, I think I about figured it out, but let's figure out what to do, because I'm, I'm not going to be able to talk but about another minute. I really started exercising pretty dang Shit, hard. Man. I mean, like, I mean, I was like almost two hours and 40 minutes today just because we were shut in the room this morning. But, I mean, I've been like an hour and 15 or 20 minutes a day. Hey, but that's well, good. That's very this is good. My, this is the start of my – I started on Friday the 12th. And, I mean, right. I can tell a distinct difference already. You know, when I had exercised in 25 years. Yeah, but hey, mom, me either, actually. And, yeah. I mean, and, and both laying around in rehab and then really from the, so for 38 days I did very little. The last, right. about, the last about seven I was up a lot more, but I still wasn't doing anything strenuous. So that's right. a month right. and a week. And then when I came in here, I obviously thought I was getting out on the 19th, so I didn't do anything. And then I thought I was getting out. Shortly after that, with Donna Maddox, you know, so I didn't do anything for about two and a half weeks in here. 
Right. Really, it's longer than that. Uh, and then I started doing a few push-ups. But for some reason, it made my head hurt after about a few days. But now it's not doing that. I guess I've gotten, you told me better, that. I've gotten in better shape. A lot hey, of you talk to, have you talked to Jim and Dick or whomever else about filing bankruptcy, bro? Um, yeah, I mean, we've discussed it. But there's some time and... I mean, it's almost like you're stuck in bankruptcy right now, but you got all the bad from it, but none of the good from it. You know what I'm saying? So they're talking about, I'm not really familiar with this, but apparently there's a civil remedy. What is it? I've heard of the writ of mandamus, but I don't really know what it is, but it must be something that gives you quick turnaround. Right. Which it's you something got immediate harm. The Supreme Court. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's what they're going to do if... But you know he's going to deny it, and he's going to do it. But they at least told me, Dick came to see me yesterday and told me that the Supreme Court, you know, they filed a, I've, I've heard of this too, but I didn't know what it is. You know what a habeas corpus, a writ of habeas corpus is? I know it's something directly to the Supreme Court, but I, other than that, no, I don't know. So apparently, apparently, you know, there's nobody with this kind of stuff that, that, has never not gotten a bond. It might be a, you know, a huge bond, but they get a bond, and you're constitutionally entitled to a bond for non-capital offenses, is what they tell me. Constitutionally right. entitled, and because it's a constitutional violation, you can file a writ of habeas corpus. Same thing like right. writ of mandamus for a civil charge. Habeas corpus is for a criminal charge. I think they're the same thing, just one's criminal and one's civil. And anyway, they initially said they weren't going to expedite it, but then they said they are going to expedite it, and they gave the Attorney General 10 days to respond. I don't get my hopes up about anything because, I, I, you know, I don't think normal rules apply to me right now, but they seem to think that if the Supreme Court wasn't going to do something, that they wouldn't have done that. So they're at least optimistic they're going to do something. Right. I mean, the Attorney General only asked for a $200,000 bond, you know. I mean, they could give me, you know, a $20 million bond but and, and comply with the Constitution. But I'm being facetious. I, I think it's got to be... You know, reasonable, but they could say five minutes. You wouldn't think that you wouldn't think the judge would say more than what the what the attorney general asked for. You know. Well, he said no bond. I thought he said two hundred thousand. That's what the attorney general asked for. Clifton Newman wouldn't give me a bond. That's yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't think he would require more bond than solicitor asked for. Yeah. So anyway, they're trying to take it out of. I don't know. They seem very optimistic. So we'll see. It would be nice to get out for a little while and then go deal with this stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bob, I know... I know... I, I look at it as every day I'm in here now is one less day I'm in here in the long run, you know? Well, you know what? That's, that's, that is the fact. I mean, the fact is, every time there's a new, you know, a new case that comes up, a new you know, revelation of, you know, something you took, Bo, those, those same people very, very quickly are going to the, um, 
they're being subpoenaed to the state grand jury. So, I mean, it's just, you know, there's going to be more to come. Obviously, you know that. Right. And so, you know, you're right about that. Just, I mean, but the quicker that it all can come to a head, the better, obviously, I think. I think so, too. So, I'm, I'm with a small group for the most part. You know, 70%, 75% of the time, I'm with the same five guys. And then there's... Yeah. There's another guy that's on our thing, but he he doesn't even come out when he's just kind of weird. He doesn't come out. But anyway, you know, I mean, we play chess and play cards, and we have. Well, at least you got got somebody to interact with a little bit now. I was yeah. worried about you when you're completely by yourself. Uh, and I tell you this, I've been really exercising. That's hard. Right. Once I made it. Once I. I didn't do crap while I thought I was getting out quickly. And then, you know, yeah. and I, mean, I can really tell the difference. Like today, yeah. we didn't we didn't get out. They had people working in here, so they wouldn't let us out mm-hmm. early. I mean, I, I exercised for two hours and 40 minutes. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, can, I can tell the difference, too. So I'm really trying to yeah. exercise hard. And, um, you know, yeah. I, 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 I quit. It, it bugged the shit out of me to start with, but I started looking at it as, you know what? Every day I do now is one less day. One less you have to do on the tail end of it. You are absolutely right. And just got to keep that attitude, but um, it, I know it's tough. I can't imagine. Well, how you doing on finances? Um, Pretty slim, but it'll be getting better. Well, listen here. Um, Do you want me to tell Uncle John to give you you know, several thousand dollars, and then I'll pay no. back. No, it's just I've, I've just had expenses like considering I had to change my, um, I had to change my medical insurance. Well, we need to get John to pay for the storage facility, and then let me pay him back. Well, I don't, I don't understand how you would. You need to be paying. But anyway, I mean, do you want me to get him to give you just? I don't know, four or five thousand dollars, so you just have, and you don't have to worry about expenses. No, because I've got that money. I've got, you know, I've got. I mean, right now my bank account, I've got ten thousand dollars, a little bit and more. I'm when sure, I hear like when you go play golf, you can, if you want to, get a shirt and have a drink and have drinks or whatever at the bar and this, that, and the other. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've got stuff that can they can settle all that. Alright. Well, you just gotta keep me posted because, you know, I can get him to give you money and then pay him back. Okay. Well, just, you gotta keep me posted and let me know, okay? Alright. Everything else going okay? Um, yeah, everything's fine. You wanna take my clubs? No, I, uh, no, I, I just use mine. I don't know where yours are. I think yours are still in the Mercedes. It's a sword. Shortly after they end the call, Alec calls Buster back. He apparently forgot to ask him to do one of those end-of-call favors we told you about. Sorry to bug you again real quick. Um, hey, where's no Liberty? Um, she's back at the house, which I just left. Okay, how about call her and tell her I'm trying to get her? Okay, what do you need from her? I need her to put some money on a canteen. All right. Actually, you know what? I'll call her. Again, I called her twice. No, what? I'll, I'll, I can shoot her a buzz. I just, I just got to do it while I'm right here at the, at the Exxon because if I go any further, I'm not going to have any service. Well, she 
there's a guy who doesn't get canteen, and canteen is the commerce. I know what it is. You know, I mean, it's, it's the commerce, it's the trade. And it really helped me last week when she put it on that Lucas's account. I want her to do that one more time. Okay, it's just, outside looking in, looks a little weird. What do you mean? It just looks a little weird. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, I made a deal with somebody, I give them $15. See, I can only do $60 on my account. I understand. I'm just saying, and I'm not saying you are, man. I just, just really hope you're not in there doing anything you shouldn't be doing. Oh, no, I'm not doing anything. I promise you, that's not the case. All right, well, let me call her real quick and tell her to be on the lookout, and I would... Uh, do, do you have a do you have an idea of, like, time in there at all? I'm not going to bother you. You have some quiet time, but I need y'all to put... I need one more time y'all to put um, Canteen on Lucas... On Justin Lucas's account. Okay. What's going on? What? What? I mean, what's going on? with It allows me to get get stuff that I need. We can only get sixty dollars, and he doesn't get canteen, so I give him some money in return for using his account. I gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, and keep track of it, okay? Okay. All right, I will. How soon will you be able to do it? Um, um, uh, give me, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes or so. Okay, alright, you sure you don't mind? Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. John, is Lizzie nearby? She is. She, I talked to her earlier, she was going to put some money on that account for me and she didn't. Okay, well, what is it? This is, this is where, she knows what to do, the boy's name is Justin Lucas. Okay, and what, what, what is it though? It's putting, it's putting money on, he doesn't get canteen, so I give him some of the money, and he orders canteen. So I, I'm having I to order what? thermals and all that. I'm having to order ibuprofen because I'm exercising, and my knee and my shoulder, and hell, ibuprofen's $15 on there to get a week's supply. I got you. So it gives me extra canteen. I got you. And he doesn't get one? No, he doesn't. He doesn't get any. So she put it on his account. We just did it one time. We did it last week, and I'm gonna do it one more time. Okay. But I need her to do it right now. All right. And what's the amount? Sixty dollars. Okay. And she's supposed to be keeping track of all this, so I can make sure and pay you back. Ten four. Well, I'll get her. She's putting the kids down right now. Putting Randolph down. For last place. How long do you think she'll be? Four or five minutes. Okay, because we have like, I don't know, we have like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. All right, well, Jim and Dick are working hard, so. What are they, what are they working on? I mean, are, are all, have all the charges been dealt with? See, that's what I don't know. I, I don't know that yet. I don't know. I suspect that if they do it like they've done everything else, they'll sit and wait till something else comes up and then do some more charges. Right. But I don't know. I don't okay. know. Did you have you talked to Randy since last week? Yeah, I talked to him um I talked to him yesterday. You know about the law firm, don't you? No. Yeah, the law firm is has dissolved and they're reforming under a new name.
I didn't know nothing about that. What is that? Yes, because of all the negative publicity and all the stuff they're going through. What is the new name? Um, they operate under the... What? The law of this. It's going to be operated under the Parker Law Group. The what? Parker Law Group. Central. And then I think each one of them kind of opens up an LLC partnership or LLP in each each partner's name and operates under the, the Parker Law Group heading. I hate they having to go through all that. Yeah, but they, they catch them. They're going through all kinds of stuff. Is there anything I can help with? Nah, man. You know, I suspect when the time is right and the things that, that you acknowledge, uh, I think opening up about it to the general public. Because that's why there's a lot of people that just think that you're trying to dump everything. But, I mean, obviously, Corey's been tired. I mean, you knew about that, didn't you? Been what? Corey has been fired. Legitimately, he, for real, or just? I, I understand he's, they, they've removed the name from the law firm, removed the name from the sign out front, and he's not working. I knew he had some issues with the license, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's permanent or whether that's just a temporary deal, or I'm not, I, I don't know, but I, I suspect it's more permanent. I think that they talk to Jim and Dick, and I think that, that you talking talking about certain things is going to come, you know, coming back and talking about it is going to make a difference. It's got to. I mean, that's the only thing that can make a difference, I think. What do you mean talking about what? You know, if, if you've been charged with something that you, that you did, acknowledging and accepting and, and making clear who didn't do anything. So but obviously, only only if there's something. something. Oh, there's people saying that the law firm's done all kinds of stuff. There's, there's people saying, Ella, this, this is amazing what's going on. They're saying that the law firm has done all kinds of stuff. They're saying that Corey, Chad, Russell, Chris, you name it, and, and everybody's implicated. With law enforcement, to my knowledge, this is just one world street. And I said, and there's been there's been no talk whatsoever from anybody in an official capacity. So, you know, I just think it'll make a difference. Well, when I talked to the court the other day, one of the things I said was, you know, my partners didn't know anything, and I said, Chris and Corey, you know, yeah, you know, did they not hear any of that? No, very little of that was said because they couldn't report it. So it was brought back out, but. I don't know. That's what we're talking to Dick and Jim about to, to see if I don't even know if there's any way to give an official statement. Or, I don't know. That's that, they got to figure all that out of it. But they they don't have the same issues that, that Randy and the firm and everybody else has. They don't what? They aren't having the same issues. Who is it? It's more perception than anything in my at this point. Who isn't having the same issues? Dick and Jim. I mean, they, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at it from a whole different perspective, you know. They're doing it from a, from a way that they, they manage it. That's, that's just what they do. They know how to manage what they're handling. I need to, I need to sit down with them and figure out what I can do, what I need to do. Well, it'd be worth a conversation with them to find out, for sure. And it may not matter. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like that's about the only thing left that, you know, I just, and I just don't know the manner to do it. And you only do it if it's something that 
that you did or, or, or need to say. I mean, obviously, if it's something that you weren't involved with, you can certainly say that. Sure, sure. All right. Thank you for letting me. Anyway, I'll get those right now. Because of me or because of Maggie and Paul? Maggie and Paul. Maggie and Paul in particular. I know all about that. Yeah. Talk to Lizzie real, real right. soon. Yeah, I mean, I'll do that right the, now. The dude just told me we got like two minutes, so she's got to do it. All right, I'll do it right Can now. Can she do it right okay. now? Yeah, I'll get her. Listen to this now, John Marvin. you got to remember this name. Justin Lucas. So that is Alex Murdahl, raw, unscripted, uncut. Just thought that'd be a fun end to today's episode of Real Life for a Crime Daily. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overson. And I'm Mike Agavina. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Shabbos. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.